All right, welcome to another episode of Take Time Out with Trey Mosley. I am Trey Mosley. Today, I have a young man who uh, lives here in Vegas with me. I mean, not with me, but he lives in the city. Uh, he has his own place, as you can tell. Um, Mr. BZ Cullens has been doing voiceover on camera for about a half about 20 years or so. Uh, I met this brother years ago on Facebook, and we, we were just chatting. Chat, chat, chat. Never met him in person until about maybe three years ago. Uh, since then, he is one of my, my true friends. Uh, he, he's like a brother to me. And today we're going to talk about uh, how a young man who, you know, born in the Midwest, moved out to California, and then planted his flag in Vegas. How does that all happen? We will find out today. But first, let me let you hear a little bit of what this man has done. Uh, <laughs> you know, Lynn would laugh at both of you. I mean, I wasn't even allowed to touch her. It was against the rules. You know that murder is, too. So Somebody broke some rules. Where did you get that? Building a treehouse with my son. Sure, it wasn't from the edge of a mirror. I was at home with my family when you say this happened. Keep checking yourself out in our mirror. You do know there's a camera behind it recording everything that goes on here. You want to tell me what you're doing here? What? I'm visiting my mom. Can you get that light out of my face, please? Who are you? What are you doing here? The night watchman hired by the developers. What developers? You're not from around here, are you? The land has been repurposed. The city declared eminent domain. What are you talking about? You can't just shut down a cemetery. It's already happened. The graves in the north section have already been moved. They'll move this section soon. Why? To put in a parkway for better access to the beach. That's ridiculous. I mean, can't they just go around the cemetery to get to the beach? I guess not. That's crazy. Okay. Is the Jacksonville Beautification Guild involved in this in any way? They got the ball rolling, yeah. Well, what's going to happen to my mom? You'll need to move her. Here, every court is an opportunity. When you step on this stage, you stake your claim. Out here, nothing comes easy. You've got to go all out and hustle hard. There's no shortcut to glory. There's no such thing as overnight success. Because here, in Brooklyn, you've got to earn it every step of the way. Get it, man. Your very first job. Relax and enjoy the night, because tomorrow you gotta show up to work. The NFL Draft begins April 25th, live on NFL Network. So one could say he's pretty well-rounded. I mean, like I said, on-screen voiceover, uh, pop locker, but we're not gonna get into that. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Mr. B.Z. Collins. <laughs> what up, though? <laughs> and yes, that's his real voice. He, he, makes, he makes up that way. I have to work at it. You know, I, can, I, I, can, I can get down there if I need to, but 
he wakes up like Santa Claus every morning. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, it's Christmas at the Cullen's house. What's going on, man? Oh, man, keeping it pressing, counting my blessings, and keeping it moving without no stressing. He does that, too. It's a rhyme thing. So, as I uh, preluded, uh, born in the Midwest. Yeah, Indianapolis. Uh, moved to the West Coast. And then here in the desert. Still West yeah. Coast, but, but not as far as West. Give us the rundown. How did that all begin? Well, <clears throat> I was I was born in Indy. And uh, my parents were always back and forth between Indy and Chicago. So um, my younger brother was born in Chicago. So we posted up in Chicago for a few years. Um, got a ton of family out there. Also got a ton of family in L.A. And my uh, my mom's siblings on the West Coast sort of, I guess, talked her into coming to the West Coast. So we left Chicago and went to L.A. for probably close to a year. And then uh, mom ran into her childhood best friend, who's still best friends with her. They've been riding for almost seven decades. Um, talked with her and we went to Vegas and hung out. Mom saw that the, uh, I guess the cost of living in Vegas was significantly lower than in LA. Plus she could, you know, yeah, yeah, she can get some, uh, you know, make some decent money and, you know, and actually save and survive. And so we wound up heading out to Vegas and, uh, have been posted here ever since, um, I love L.A. I call L.A. the home of my soul, but Vegas is pretty much the stomping ground. Gotcha. So when uh, so um, let's go back a bit um, to a younger BZ. When did the acting bug hit you or were you involved in any uh, were you in the choir like the the entertainment part of it? Uh, when did that hit you? Entertainment, uh, I've always known that I wanted to be in entertainment since I was five. I just had no idea what I was going to do. Um, my brother, my cousin, and I, we just, we we would always walk around as if we were, you know, playing around like as, as if we were in a band or something like that. Um, my father <clears throat> actually was in a band. And uh, my grand my grandfather also was a singer um and I, f- I found this out in recent years he was a singer and uh he used to um kick it with mahalia jackson um come to find out later on in life he, he wanted to be in a deacon i didn't even know that and then on the other side on my mom's side i have an uncle who a couple of uncles actually who were singers and musicians. And one of those uncles was in um, an old school uh, group called the penguins earth angel. So, um, and his son went on into the nineties and uh, had his group affectionately known as portrait. And um, I wound up, you know, getting into music, you know, around that same time. So, I think everything started with me at five when I wanted to be in entertainment. My voice started changing. I hit puberty early when I was eight. So 
when so when I was eight, my voice changed, and everybody's been teasing me about it since third grade. Hold on, I'm, I'm, I need to put a pin. So at seven, you were just like, "Hey, we're having fun," and right. then you wake up that summer at eight. Hey, mama. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's 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 what happened. Um, <laughs> you know, ha- hair started growing in places that I was unfamiliar with. I'm like, wait a minute, what is this? And pull on it. And I'm like, yikes! <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, th- everything started early for me at eight, including my voice shift, and even still to this day, um, my family teases me about it. And the crazy thing is, man, a, a good number of me and my relatives, we had things that we were teased about that we actually grew up into and wound up making a limit out of it. Like, like I said, my cousin in portrait, we had an aunt who used to tease us about everything. And we grew up into what it is that we were teased about. And now I'm actually making a livelihood with <laughs> the change in my voice. So it's crazy. I can attest to that as well. Um, so do you remember? Um, so when you went to LA, between LA and Vegas, when did you start, you know, putting all this stuff together? You're like, all right, well, my cousin's singing. My pops was singing mm-hmm. this, this cousin's doing this every, you know, family members are, are, are starting to now hone or get into their craft. When mm-hmm. did you start getting into uh, acting and, and, and VO? Well, I mean, it's still acting, but when did you start getting into that? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, every, for me, everything started with music. Um, so boys to men had just come out. Jody C had just come out. Uh, portrait portrait was about to start coming out. And, uh, one of my boys, I was in junior college at the time. One of my boys hit me up and boys to men had just released Cooley high harmony. And he goes, Hey man, listen to this. Try, try this thing out right here. And, um, and it was the song lonely heart. So it was the closer and the closer I get to you. Keeps me wanting to know that you stay around. So, so please keep your promise, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, oh wow, okay. Oh yeah. And yeah. uh so that's where th- things started. But actually, even before that, when I was 15, my uncle, Walter Salisbury, who is in the Penguins, um, I was I was doing a high C commercial when they, they were doing this the shooby doo bop uh like Shanana thing from way back when. And um, you know, high C Ba-doom, ha-see, ba-doom, do-ba-da-doom. And wow. uh, my, uncle, uh, my uncle at the time, Walt, he said, hey, man, you know you would make a good bass voice. And I really didn't pay too much attention to it then until mm-hmm. my boy hit me up and we started our own vocal group. And then the vocal group split. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? I was still in music. I ran into a cousin of mine who was an actress, and she asked me if I'd ever even thought about getting into voiceover. And I'm like, no, the only thing I ever really thought about is either being a Sith Lord or a Klingon. And I don't care if I die, I just get to play a Sith Lord or a Klingon. And um, yeah, crazy enough, we went to a bookstore uh, for for artists called Samuel French in L.A. And uh, we ran across this book. Now, mind you. I mentioned my uncle uh, a little while ago, Walter Salisbury. And then I was talking about my cousin, Michelangelo Salisbury. 
And then my mom, Salisbury, we were at this bookstore and we ran across a book that says you can bank on your voice by a gentleman named Rodney Salisbury. Right. And the cousin that I was with is related to me by Rodney Salisbury. Wow. By Salisbury. So um, as soon as we saw that book, it was like, well, wait a minute. Who is this? Huh. Uh, we don't know a Rodney Salisbury. So that's when we started doing some some digging. And then I started doing some thinking after she suggested voiceover. And then we saw the book. I immediately bought it and started doing research on Rodney Salisbury, started doing some research about uh, finding some voiceover coaching in Vegas. And I did and found some acting coaching in Vegas, which I did. And then everything took off from there. Strangely enough, uh, I have a Rodney Salisbury story. Rodney was my very first VO coach. <laughs> yep, he was my yep. very first VO coach. Uh, and Rodney, be seated. Love you, man, for everything you've done. Absolutely. I Big re- love re- out to Rodney Salisbury. Big love. Uh, yeah, I remember um, it was my birthday. And I've told this story often. And I don't care. I'll tell it until I can't tell it. But it was my right. birthday. It just so happened it was my it was uh we had a coaching session that night. And you know, Rodney, because he's so smooth, he was like, Trey, it's your birthday. I'm like, yeah. Uh hold on, brother. Give me a second, I'll be back. So he leaves off the Zoom, comes back with his guitar, and he's saying happy birthday to me. And I'm like, I mean that who does that? So yeah, Rodney Rodney is cool. And then my mom called as well, because she does this thing where um at the time of your birth, she will call you because you're officially born. So on my birthday, right. 7 30 p.m. every mm-hmm. year, she will call. And I'm like, Mom, I'm in a, I'm in a session right now with, with Rodney Salisbury. And she remembered him because he was on the boat in the beautiful. Ain't that the man? from the ball and the beautiful I'm like, right right yes ma'am and and he even had a little conversation with her so yeah quick shout out to rodney because you you that dude but yeah he, yeah, he he he's that dude he is that dude so now the vo bug has bitten you yeah um how do you go about making making it happen like what was the first do you remember the first thing you did did you go buy equipment did you get coaching like give us the uh the origin story well the first thing that i did i I decided i was going to go ahead and go into voiceover um after snagging rodney's book and and talking to him but the first thing that i did before going into that was i realized that i needed to learn some acting so i started taking an acting class first then after about a year doing that and then performing on stage because that was the majority of what it is that we did with that um with that acting company excuse me um, I decided to go ahead and start looking for voiceover coaches and I found one locally in Vegas and she also taught voiceover at UNLV. And, uh, there's some, there's some, uh, a couple of popular voice talents that came out of that same class and that same coach who are doing some big things now, Melissa Motes, Dave Carvassier, um, a few people. So, um, I found a coach, um, she worked with me. We got my demo, my first commercial demo produced. And then I started getting out there shopping. And then in addition to getting out there shopping, 
my demo, I also started shopping for other coaches. And that was when I wound up finding Nancy Wilson, as well as um, uh, what's the other the other dude's name? Uh, uh, Dave Lyerly. And the crazy thing about them is Dave Lyerly and Nancy Wilson have the same birthday. But Dave is more along the lines of video games and promos. And Nancy's more along the lines of commercial and narration. Nice. I just, uh, she just reached out to me uh, not too long ago to wish me a happy birthday. So, um, and, that, and, and that's dope because me and Trey have, me, even though me and Trey only met a couple years ago, we have some, we have some, uh, some degrees of separation that date back over a decade. Yeah. <laughs> back to MySpace, but we, that's right. That's a long time. So, <laughs> so would you suggest or would you, yeah, would you suggest if somebody is wanting to get into VO that they take acting classes or would they just go straight to a VO coach? Because you did both. Yeah. And, and see, the thing is, is when I, when I proceed forward, no matter what endeavor I go, I, I swing for the fence and I go all out. Um you know, as opposed to, okay, well, you have this option or that option. No, I got both options and it ain't a this or that it's this and that. All right. Conjunction junction. What's but, my uh... function? <laughs> <laughs> That's my function. So, so um, yeah. again, man, um, sometimes things, things happen for me and it takes a little bit longer because I want to take the time out to do things right and make th make sure that things happen in the biggest way possible. I'm I'm looking to make punctuations and statements whenever I'm 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 seeking out an endeavor. I'm I, I guess I'm gonna pat myself on the back a little bit when I say this, but even it, when it came down to your birthday present, I had to even though I had to wait for it, I had to wait for it to make sure there was an exclamation point on my dog's birthday. Period. <laughs> he, he, he looked out y'all uh so um we'll talk about that later i i advise out. people because now it's i mean i started in music i started in music production i started you know i studied opera for a couple of years i'm not the greatest singer but i can hold a little bit of a tone um but i it, it, it all of that experience has put me in a position to be a coach and to be a producer as well but whenever I deal with new people in the game, I suggest two things. If they don't take a bona fide acting course, at least get into an improv class, as well as picking up a voiceover coach. You don't need a vocal coach. Now, understand that's a different thing. A vocal coach is different than voiceover coach. And ain't nothing wrong with getting vocal coaching either. Don't get it twisted because that'll help you with your flexibility, your tonality and all of that. But if anything, get into an improv class as well as a voiceover coach. Improv is going to teach you a whole lot that you will need in the voiceover realm, especially in the realm of commercials. Mm. So now you've taken the steps. You've gotten the VO coach. You've got the acting coach. What's next? Did did the on-screen stuff when the, when did the on-screen stuff start coming, or did the voiceover stuff come? So, the chicken or the egg? Because you've taken yeah. acting classes, you've taken VO classes. Um, which came first? 
because now you got both these under your belt. Well, yeah, voiceover came first. Um, the acting stuff really started taking off um, in the last four years. Okay. Um, I've been doing voiceover for 22. Um, but the thing is, is the 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 on-camera stuff sort of kind of fell in my lap. I, I would get some on-camera stuff, you know, sprinkled here, maybe a commercial over here. And then a couple of years later, maybe a little small part over here. And maybe a couple of years later, a little bit of theater over here. And then everything shifted in 19. And there was a massive, massive windfall. So, um, and I've, I've spoken to several individuals and you and I have even had to talk and it's taken me a while to wrap my head around the fact that I am legitimately a working Hollywood actor. I mean, it's true. And I, I think people, when they hear that, they think you're in you know, the next blockbuster hit. You know, Hollywood makes all kind of movies. You yeah. Know? Um, and when you're a working actor, you're a working actor. It doesn't matter how big or small the screen is. Mm-hmm. If they call you and say, hey, we got some work for you, and you're going to play the dude that get choked behind the building. Yep. It's That's work. Yeah. <laughs> you That's know what I'm saying? Work. work is work. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, you know, there, there's even a misconception in, in, in voiceover as well that uh, when you become the voice of a thing, that you are forever the voice of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you are the voice of a thing for that window, however for, big or small it is. But season, trust yeah. me, <laughs> there will be a time. Dave Fenoy told me this. He said, uh, there's going to be a point in your career where they're going to say, who was BZ Collins? And then it's going to be, get me BZ Collins. <laughs> and then it's going to be, get me someone that sounds like BZ Collins. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to go right back to where it came. Who was BZ Collins? Um, I've experienced that already. I have had auditions that came my way in the reference track. <laughs> so you want someone that sounds like me. <laughs> Instead of just saying, get me Trey, let's get a guy that sounds like this. And I'm hitting up, you know, my people like, y'all know that's me, right? You know that's, that was me on the, this ain't about me. I'm sorry. I, 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 this ain't about me. This is about you. But that's just crazy. I'm sorry. I'm, I almost went somewhere with that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Get a little sense about that. I do. I get a little. But yeah, that's going to happen. So yep. the ebb and flow of being an actor, period, uh, be it voiceover, be it uh, on screen, like, how do you keep that? How do you keep your sanity? Because let's say you had a good. 90 day window mm-hmm. you book you book four vo gigs you got a commercial uh let's say you had a 
Lifetime movie, a Hallmark movie where you're the security guard and it's like, he doesn't want to see you right now. But I got him. Some little kid's like, but I got it. It's Christmas. Hey, kid, I'm sorry. He doesn't want to see you right now. So you had this good window where things was good. Yeah. You caking. Yeah. And then there's a 90-day window where you like uh That was know, the beginning of 2023. January through April. That mm. it, dude, the 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 dopest thing that happened throughout the, the course of that time because it was it was almost desert dry. There there was a mirage and it came in the form of audiobooks. And that was something that I never, I never really wanted to do was audiobooks. However, um, I now have eight under my belt. And the only reason that I've done audiobooks is the only reason that I've done radio. Cause I've been told, yo man, you need to be on the quiet storm, this, that, and the other growing up. The only reason I've done audiobooks, just like radio is because it's faith-based. It gives God, gives God the glory. I ain't got nothing to do with it. The Lord gave me a, he gave me an instrument. And if I use it to cream women out of their draws or seduce this, that, and the other, I'm using it improperly. So I'm like, okay, well, I can't turn down kingdom work. I refuse to turn down kingdom work. So audiobooks came through by his grace for his glory. And those paid the bills for the first four months of this year. And again, the 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 well was almost dry be with when it came to voiceover work and when it came to on camera work mm -hmm. uh may kicked in was like yo z Psst, over here dog <laughs> <laughs> and now even like right now bro there's because uh, usually it starts to get slow around this time of the year in the industry not for me not right now it is it has been a doozy it's been a doozy and i am richly blessed um and it's it's actually dope to be able to say that i'm a full-time entertainer this is what i do i don't have a job job and i was thinking about getting a job job during that four that four three and a half four month window earlier this year until those audiobooks came through and just the audiobooks paid the bills I was getting like one a month and one a month pays the bills. I don't have a big overhead. So the little that I do have, the audiobooks took care of it. That's what's up. Now, let me ask you this. Um, being that, and, and I know this personally, you are a, a man of a very strong religious conviction. Um, you don't hide it. Mm -hmm. Uh, have you found that because of that, you may have lost out on roles that may have been more profitable, more marketable, may have put your name on the marquee and you like, yeah, that's cool. But uh, they ain't had me in the Lord role. So I'm gonna have to, you know. Uh, uh, a one Mr. Dave Fenoy became immensely popular off of a video game. That very video game, I turned the work down because there was a bunch of F-bombs and S-bombs. That could have put me on the map. That game could have. 
Um, I'm happy with the fact that Dave got it. Uh, wonderful dude. Just shout out to Dave Fenoy in as much as Rodney Salisbury. Two, you know, two of the, two of the, for the most part, two of the most uh, OG and profound brothers that are in the voiceover business. Absolutely. Um, there was, there's been several jobs that I have veered away from because there are things that I do not do that keeps me within the realm of the will of the word. And that is my primary purpose in life. Um, I have my own broadcast every Wednesday and the mission is to stay in the will of the word while navigating the ways of the world. So this entertainment game is as worldly as it gets, but I do not allow it to deter me or to, uh, to put me in a position of deviating. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there have been some jobs that have have that have could have been game changing, life changing. That's okay. I had one filmmaker. He's not here anymore. He's in L.A. I think CBS called him, um, but he hit me up and he's like, "Man, you got you know some pretty good leading man qualities. Um, I would hate to see you miss out on work because you're limiting yourself. Limiting myself, really." I'm a working Hollywood actor now. How am I limiting myself? I stuck to my convictions and stayed steadfast in my faith. And I'm doing something that a whole lot of people are only dreaming of doing. Straight up. Straight up. See, that's why I like you, man. <laughs> like, you, you steadfast, unmovable. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still, and he's still goofy. So, um, I got a couple questions. Yes, sir. Uh, number one, what's up with the pop locking, bro? Bro, I, I grew up <laughs> in the inception of hip hop, period. It ain't never going to go away. My love for hip hop never goes away. To the point um, that you were on the Ellen show. Yeah. I mean, I, hey, look, man, Ellen, I, I got on Ellen's show for one reason and one reason only. Popping was the means to the end. <laughs> <laughs> me getting me getting on Ellen's show. I, I, I got on that show for the purposes of promoting myself as a voiceover talent. Um, Rest in peace, Twitch. He was the guest host. Uh, nobody got a chance to see it. I've been trying to track it down, but. At the end of the show, he and I had a popping session. Wow. But my purpose on Ellen was to promote myself as a voice actor, mission accomplished. However, I put myself out there. Most people look at me, they see me, they see my stature and don't expect me to be able to move whatsoever. When I'm in Zumba class or if I'm in, you know, a a dance aerobics class, and I walk in and all the women see me in there. They do not expect what's about to happen. And I've been approached by many a women, young and old, about, man, you got a whole lot of rhythm for a big dude. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm a big dude. And, and I, you know, we, we, we move. We have to move to carry all this. You think we just right. walk around like this? No, we... <laughs> 
Right, right. Get it. I mean, you got to gotta keep it moving. Keep the joints lubricated, pimp. You got to keep it moving and grooving. You know, we can't just be on the bench all the time. Right. But, um, and I mean, the thing is, is even, even when I'm at the gym, when I'm at the gym hitting the weights, when I'm in between sets, I'm popping in between sets just to keep myself moving. Every time I'm at the gym, every single day. So you want an incline to my, all right, let me take a break. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> that's, ex- that's exactly what happens. I, I, I BS you not. That is exactly what happens. As soon as I finish my set, I'm up and popping. I, I tried to do what uh what T.O. used to do. I don't know if he still does it, but uh, I'm like, you know what? T.O. doing too much because I was trying to I was trying to be built like that cat. But um, when T.O. would hit the weights. He would do his set. He'd grab a jump rope and jump rope for 30 seconds and then go back to into the next set. I'm like, jumping rope ain't fun for me. So let me do what's fun for me. Popping. Same thing with aerobic exercise. That's why I got into dance. Cause I mean, I can dance, I can dance, but that's why I got into the aerobic classes like Zumba and U jam and, and mixed fit and stuff like that, because I can dance and doing that for aerobic exercise is fun for me. I haven't been done. haven't done that in a while. I don't like doing treadmills. I don't like doing Stairmaster. So now what do I do? Beat Saber on the VR MetaQuest. <laughs> Dude, it's fun. Give me 30 minutes and I'm leaking. Period. End of story. So, uh, you know, hitting the iron is fun for me. So that's why I do it. But the other stuff, the aerobic exercise, eh, I got to do something that's fun. I don't need something that's boring. So that's why I either do the dance fitness or I do Beat Saber. Um, that's why, you know, in between sets, when I'm hitting the iron, that's why I'm popping. I'm doing what I enjoy. Speaking of things you enjoy, I want to get into something that I know is um, very near and dear to you. And uh, I'm just going to say three words and, and you'll see his reaction. In brightest day. <laughs> I don't even have to say anymore. Nope, you sure don't. So, um, yeah, I, I wanted to play the superhero, John Stewart, the Green Lantern, and I did. But I did it on my terms. I, I, I mean, the thing is, y'all have to understand for the people out there listening and you in this entertainment game. Like uh, the dean on a house party said, time waits for no man. We can't be waiting around for DC and Warner Brothers to hopefully pick us up and look and, and look our way. So I took it. I took it into my own hands and came up with a couple of a uh, couple of short films. I'm writing short film number three as a trilogy playing John Stewart, the Green Lantern. Um, these films are not the normal the norm that you would expect from a superhero film, but yet and still I played the character. No one can take that away from me. It is out there on the internet, on YouTube. Um, it's out there period. Now, again, I told you I'm swinging for the fence. I'm doing it big and I'm making a statement. I put those out because number one, I wanted to voice the character 
but that's Phil Lamar. He was the original dude from the Justice League cartoon. Mm -hmm. Then when they changed his look to this, I'm like, well, okay, wait a minute. I kind of sound like the dude. I'm kind of built like the dude. I look like the dude. Why don't I just go ahead and be the dude? So that's where the films came. So that was that was one. Two, the Arrowverse. I gotta get in on the Arrowverse. Maybe they can bring me in as Jon Stewart for that. So let me see if I can get in contact with the CW, with Warner Brothers, with DC. Blessed be, um, I got in contact with an individual who writes for DC Comics News. And both of my films have multiple articles for uh, for the Jon Stewart character. And me sticking to comic lore as opposed to film lore. And staying with original source material. So um, that's what I do. You know, when I when I put up comic material, I have an Avengers film, short film that I've written based on a, a graphic novel written by a one Mr. Reginald Hudlin. Powerhouse, comic book writer, Dakotaverse. Yes. Um so it's just a matter of, you know, I've, I've somewhat caught his attention. You know, we're connected on LinkedIn and uh, Twitter. And uh, whenever I do, whenever I throw something out there, or put something out there, I make certain that he's aware of it. And from what I can tell, you know, super cool cat. And uh, if you happen to be watching this, uh, Reds. You can holler at us. You know what I'm saying? You want to come on the show, you can holler at us. You want to give my man some shine and, and give him, give him, you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you can holler at, you can holler at us. You can really, <laughs> you can really holler at us. For yeah, me. real talk. Take take time out with Trey Mosley on that hey one, Red. Now, come on hey through. Now, hey, <laughs> now. That's what I'm talking about. Cause I come got on some through, ideas. Reg. I got some ideas too, you know. But uh, <laughs> so since you mentioned that, we have to we have to add another hyphen to your to your resume. So yeah. voice actor, on screen, writer, director. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're 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 doing this right now. You know, yeah. and, making, and making it look easy. You're just juggling all the balls in the air. And, and the craziest thing, man, is I never intended on doing anything except voiceover. That was my that was the only thing that I had deliberate intent for. And everything else just fell into place, man. Um, because when all is said and done, we're, we're all, we've all been gift, given gifts, talents, and ideas. And it's up to us to act on those ideas by utilizing our gifts and talents. Exactly. And honestly, man, I did not know that I would be a filmmaker. I did not know that I would be a producer or a writer or a director. All I wanted to do originally was music. That was all I wanted to do. Then when music went by the wayside, I'm like, okay, voiceover is it. I can do this. I was, I was given a gift. I can do this. So, um, then everything else just started falling into place and I'm like, okay, well, dude, hang on a second. You're a voiceover talent. You're an actor. You're a director. You're a writer. You're a producer of not only film, but also music. Where did all that come from? And basically what that boils down to, there's a book out there called The Slight Edge. And The Slight Edge is is all about talking about the compound effect. 
mm-hmm. which basically, if anybody in banking knows, is if you put in a certain amount of money, there's interest that collects on that money and it compounds and grows slowly. Well, this is the same thing that happened with me in this journey is the compound effect mm-hmm. is that it just things just happen and happen and happen. Now, and now we have this actor, voice talent, writer, director, producer. And I'm like, wait, 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 what? But <laughs> that's how it is. And I mean, when all is said and done, those same those same titles are falling up on my dude, May Mosley. This this ain't about me. You got to stop that now. We're talking about you. Uh, <laughs> see, this is what this is what he does. This but is I mean, even but what, I mean, <laughs> but I does. mean, think about it, fam. I mean, was it really your intent? So, or there's a it thing. Ju- it just happens. I'm gonna. So I there's a I've heard this saying over and over and over, and it's true. And it says, um, if you ever want to hear God laugh, tell him what your intentions are. Yep. Um, I have had many intentions of doing many things. Matter of fact, when I got in voiceover at first, all I wanted to do was video games and animation. Right. And I just want <laughs> promos and trailers. <laughs> and I've been doing this since 2009. Right. It wasn't until 2019, so 10 years. Yeah. And then I started doing Madden. So 10 years and I started doing video games. Yeah. Um, so it's it's never how we plan, but it's in his plan. Um, Amen. So it's like, you know. I've been wanting to do video games since I was a little kid. And then getting into the business, I'm like, I, I'm in VO now with the guitar yeah. center, but all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, video games, here I come. No. <laughs> and, and yeah, same can be said over here, man. All I wanted to do was movie trailers. And now this is when I started. I, I knew I wanted to do movie trailers and TV promos when I started in voiceover. But now I'm actually in movies and TV. It's crazy. It is it's really uh, crazy how that works. So as I do with all of my uh, guests, you know, the show is called Take Time Out with uh, Trey Mosley. But now we turn the tables. We want to know how does BZ Cullens take time out for himself when he's not in LA or he's not in parts unknown making movies and commercials and <laughs> in the booth somewhere. What do you do to take time out for you? Well, I have to say, man, um, being that I am now a full-time entertainer, I don't have to take time out. The time is taken out for me. Because I don't, I don't work a regular job where I have to punch in for a certain amount of a certain amount of hours, a certain amount of days, and a certain amount of weeks throughout the course of the years. I just go where the work is, when the work is, for whatever the work is, and get the job done. And then I have basically the biggest commodity that you can have as an entertainer: free time. So as it sits for me, I'll go to the gym after I'm, after I'm done with this, I'm going to the gym. What else do I have to do for the day? I have an audition to turn in auditions for us. That's part of our job. That's the work. 
So I have an audition that I have to turn in. It's not due until tomorrow, but I'll just go ahead and get it knocked out and be done with it. Another audition might come tomorrow. Another may, may not come tomorrow and I'll have a free day. What will I do? I will be partaking at the gym and in a 30 minimum, 30 minute uh, session of Beat Saber. <laughs> Pretty much it. Um, I am a homebody. I don't, I don't go out much. I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm an introvert. I just, I'm a homebody. I don't get out all that much. Um, you know, if I'm out of town and there are some, you know, some VO family that I can connect with in whatever city I'm in, I do my, my best to connect with them and spend some time with them, uh, as well as, you know, my people, not only in voiceover, but also on camera, my on camera family as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's pretty much what it is that I normally do for me in a day. It's either auditions. And if there's no auditions, it's pretty much just going to be the gym and Beat Saber. And uh, for the most part, I'm I'm almost on a daily basis talking to my dog. <laughs> so, um, and, you know, shooting the breeze or coming up with some plans and jotting. And, you know, I, I'm currently working on a, a, a series, web series or streaming series. It, it could be go either way. But I'm working on writing that right now. And that's something that I've been dealing with. So writing the third Green Lantern film, um, I'm actually writing a uh, a Mace Windu prequel from when he was younger, um, you know, as well as the web series. So that's right. where we are right now, man. That's where we are right now. Well, uh, folks, I hope you all have enjoyed um this episode with the uh multi-hyphenated pop locker himself uh <laughs> my homeboy out here in these vegas streets mr bz cullens uh brother tell the family where they can find you um just so y'all know if you lose me something is wrong with you and I'm, i may and it it, it, it it may force me to put put me in a position to take off my belt. If you lose me, something's wrong. Everything is busy. The voice across the board. Everything. Everything. <laughs> Everything is busy. The voice. YouTube.com. Busy. The voice. Facebook.com. Busy. The voice for my regular page and for my actor page. Busy. The face. Instagram, BZ The Voice, TikTok, BZ The Voice, LinkedIn, BZ The Voice, website, bzthevoice.com, email, bzthevoice at gmail. Everything is BZ The Voice. You cannot lose me. Something is wrong if you do. <laughs> oh, I have, a, I have a nugget that most people, those who know you and, and those who now know you, I know that BZ is not your real name. <laughs> Say that again. I know that BZ is not your real name. How no. Did you, how did the moniker BZ come about? So that came across. <clears throat> that came across. Uh, BZ came from an uh, an old girlfriend of mine when I was around sixteen. She she would just call me B BZ Weezy this, that, and the other. And I'm like, uh, I, and that's where it was born. 
like when I was like 16, 17. And it sort of kind of just stuck. And I'm like, all right, well, it is what it is. So, um, you know, I was named after my father, who is, uh, or my, 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 my main, main, my main, 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 Mosley would call me good old Hank, Hank. (laughs) but I I was named after my father, um, who is, uh, Henry. And so, um, you know, I, I actually grew up being teased by that. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But the situation boiled down to, um, you know, that, that, that was passed down to me, but no one has ever really called me that. So it's like, all right, cool. Well, it is what it is. Let's keep it moving. And, uh, here it is. Cause so, he stays busy. Get mm-hmm. it? He stay. but yeah, I have, I have, uh, what I used to do and I haven't done in a while. Uh, every time I would talk to him on the phone, <laughs> I would uh give abbreviations. Give I would give some names to the abbreviations. What are you talking about? You still do. <laughs> I haven't done it in a, in a while though. It was like, hey, what's up? It's Black Zeus <laughs> or Brown Zanzibar. It's Brian Zancudo. You know, because because why not? It's it's a yeah. B. It's a Z. It's <laughs> two letters. That you have to sit and really put thought in, like, what goes with B and Z? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I came up with a couple. I'm like Black Zorro, Bold and Zesty, Benevolent and Zealous. So, um, but yeah, it was just something that an old girlfriend made up and it stuck. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll go ahead and ride with it. And um, that's all she wrote. And the legend was born. Yeah. Well, brother, like I said, um, I thank you for for taking time out today. Um, Continue success in all your endeavors. Um, You know, they say that it's good things happen to to good people. And um, I can't think of a a better person to see good things happen to. So, um, well, I appreciate that, man. Um, I'm going to quote will smith matter of fact i'm gonna quote will smith's grandmother um and and it's actually something that that i i live by if you lead with love and light goodness will surely follow that's a bar yeah bar r so i think i think we can end it we can we can put we can take the needle off the record right now um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> BZ colors, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> like the brother said, is it, it you have to just really not want to find him to not find him. So BZ Cullens across the board. This has been another episode of Take Time Out with Trey Mosley. I am Trey Mosley, and that is Black Zeus. I mean BZ Cullens. <laughs> and uh we <laughs> I'll see you next time and I'm out thanks for listening to the Take Time Out with Trey Mosley podcast part of the Titan Media Network you can find us on Spotify Apple iHeart or wherever you get your podcast to see the video version of this you can find us on YouTube on the Take Time Out with Trey Mosley YouTube page thanks for listening or thanks for watching either way we'll see you next time